Yeah, we are. Yeah. All right. Tell me something nice. Tell me something good. Wow. Remember. Tell me that I can step all over your intro. <laughs> uh, this is Gravel Road. I'm Rap Quilly. DJ Ampero. All right. Remember the joy of um, of getting a pearl marble on the playground. Hey, let me tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, boy. What? That's exactly what I was into. But I mean, but honestly, no. For me, it was steel. The steel. Yeah. No. I, I had to mix it up. I needed. Yeah. You know, I need to look authentic in the dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes yeah. you think. I mean, I know. I may start. We may be dating ourselves. You think kids would even enjoy stuff like that the same way? Yeah, but children still playing marbles, but yeah, yeah. It don't seem like it when you look from the outside, and you know what I mean. No. It just all seems like iPods, and yeah. you know, I mean, you get a little Jenga here and there, a little, you know, a little Monopoly. Yeah. But everything is uh, so tech savvy. Maybe we're getting older, but I don't see it at all. The last, the last time I saw, wait, I, I lie, I, I saw kids playing marbles before the pandemic. But is it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's so far and few in between. You know, who has their kids outside anymore? We trying to avoid predators and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the whole dynamics kind of shift. Yeah. I see true, big though. grown kids walking and be like, hey, "You sure you gonna be outside at eleven in the morning by yourself?" You know, like, <laughs> we in a weird place. Or maybe it's just more pronounced or whatever. Yeah. I mean, probably not more pronounced, but at least more like everybody more aware. Mm-hmm. Shit. Like, mm-hmm. It's more talked about. Yeah, it is more talked about, more recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone has a voice, which is, yeah, it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing at some point. Yeah. Um, but I honestly think, like, you know, from when we was playing with marbles to now, like, there's this, there's this thing where our parents wanted to give us stuff that, they never had or that was more you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then we doing it to our generation and n- new kids now too um I, you know people say it but i sometimes it get glossed over but it's some of the things we need to keep you know like a few of the yeah. things yeah that's true too. like the dexterity of the thumb with that marble <laughs> yeah. never know when you have to use that for something else pop a bottle i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> real talk a couple years ago Freddie Munnings Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a whole uh, interview, I think, on ZNS. I was catching a bus at the time. Shout out to the 16A crew. Um, and the whole thing was about frequencies, right? The whole thing was about, well, I could say it like this. It seemed to be the the, the umbrella of the topic was frequencies, but everything underneath that umbrella was about not appreciating bohemian music enough okay but the topic of being about frequencies and he kind of described you know different sounds different beat patterns um different progressions different chords yeah and how they affect and how they are affecting the youth and the population and things like that i mean like on a psychological level on a psychological level all right um which is like to me that's why i was like this week i was thinking about frequencies and emotions you know what i mean because like the psychological level to me like it manifests in emotion and then action or words or whatever yeah you know um 
And while I, the thing for me was while I agreed with some of the things he said in terms of what the ability of what, because he took it a little deeper, right? He didn't just say music. He said frequencies, you know, Uh the, what the ability of what music has the ability to do and um, what we are listening to locally and all of that yeah i think he should have left out the undercurrent of do what i say which is what i felt as a uh, younger bohemian using music listening to him it's like i did this do what i say it's like yeah i could hear that you know there's something dark and there's something dark and dangerous in it but like a whole lived human experience is some darkness, is some tragedy, is some you know what I mean? And sometimes you can't express that over Yeah. But then I don't know. I have so I have so much like I guess I guess mixed feelings about like debates like that and conversations like that. Because That's why I bring it to you right here now on Gravel Road Radio where we do the thing every day and you do what you do. Gravel Road Radio. Yeah. Um But no like the whole the, get I it just, out I let just, us know how you feel I just kind of get annoyed at the rhetoric of you know rake and scrape being the bohemian sound and like this and that and it's like when you when you listen back or when you when you look back on like what historically charted whether it be locally or even internationally in some cases like generally the bohemian sound is more of a funk sound you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it might have, like some of the tracks might have rake and scrape influences and stuff like that, but it's really, it's really a lot of funk, funk. music that that like made splashes and made waves yeah. and influenced other artists. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And then on, like, and then under that is a lot of folk music, yeah. which really didn't fit in rake and scrape either. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like blues and mento and yeah, and mento and like yeah. soul and stuff like yeah. that, like. Rick and Scrape is a real, like, it, I mean, it, it could be the popular, it is the popular sound of the Bahamas. I was just like, going to no say, doubt. let's go by the road and put on one Rick and Scrape song now and see people out of yak. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's not, it's not the, it's not the actual ID of Bahamian music. Yeah. And I wish people would stop branding it as that and just, like, actually listen to Bahamian music. music you know yeah. what I mean? But this whole swath of Bahamian music that not getting played um and i think because it's not it never rate it never made radio syndication locally you know it was always yeah. an obscure record some of those are some of like the like when i hear them it's like this is this i get a double sense of pride and bohemian pride because it's like this came from here yeah but then right after that i feel doom and gloom like why they don't ever really play this at all you know what i mean yeah. like you have to go and find it or you have to be talking to a foreigner who has the record or something weird like that and then you realize it's like you start to dig into the life of that particular musician or the band that he played with and you realize it's a tragedy like they never yeah. you know uh you know yeah but but bringing it to to what he was talking about with frequencies is like i agree with that but when is but who gets to decide when the frequency is too dirty to be explored? Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, like where is that line where we know that? Because, you know, I think some of the pushback is disingenuous to, to the conversation, especially that particular conversation he was having and mm -hmm. saying kind of like, um, 
you know, people should be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, people should be able to do whatever they want. But in reason, we could see something and hear something and kind of start to predict and project where we think it could go. And I think that's what he was trying to genuinely speak to mm. with his personal feelings about not enough young people being involved. You know what I mean? He was speaking yeah. to the fact like, hey, you know, they playing big gunman tune and then gun things happening. Like, I think he's speaking to that and seeing the parallels, which uh-huh. do exist. But I think the pushback against him was a little unsincere. It wasn't, you know what I mean? It was like, get, there should be a middle ground on. So that's, you know, that's why I arrived at that question. Like, when is it too dirty? When And how do we acknowledge that as a community? And what do we do about it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think, I, I just think as a community, we just need to have more open conversations and more conversations in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's always, like how you say, it's always just that that kind of undercurrent rhetoric of do as I say. Just just yeah. do what I say. Do what yeah. I hey, do what I say, boy. You, you know, know like that mean? energy. And it's just yeah. like there's no there's no conversation of like why do you listen to this type of music or what yeah. does it do for you? Yeah. You know, it's more like you shouldn't be listening to this. You know, yeah. it's, you know, they just, it's just bugger bugger music. Yeah. And it's just like no, like this is the sound of my youth. Yeah. Like, you know, like this is this is what's speaking to me in this moment. Like Yeah. Let me enjoy my music. Yeah. You know, like even when you look back on on like like old Bahamian music too, like it, like a lot of it is super sad, bro. Yeah, a lot of it is a lot of it is sad. A lot of it is like it's like you sit down and you listen to Smokey Double O Seven. Like if you if 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 someone was to interpret like his his LP and like modernize it, like that's a sad record, bro. It fits right in with now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The despair of now, you know what I mean? And I feel like so even in that, so you see what I'm saying? It's like those frequencies and those sounds that invoking certain emotions. Sometimes it is a positive, or it could create a positive thing from the sadness or from the. And I think because the sadness atta- attached to some truth and some meaning, you right. know what I mean. And so you, you relate to it in that way. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I think you know we can't just banish all of the neg- all of the low or or dark frequencies, like you know, because that's what this thing was. He's like, it's a lot of low vibrations, low vibrations, low vibrations. And it's what like, is he talking? That's basically the sound of the beginning of the end, but yeah, yeah. Could you imagine beginning of the end with no with no low yeah, end? Yeah, no, yeah. That don't make no sense. You know Not I mean? at all, Sivian. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it don't do it. It don't do it. But like I say, I feel like that was the umbrella, yeah. and then underneath it was his human you know the human his personal desire for us and people behind us to be more enthusiastic about it but i think maybe it's kind of like me with the breakbeats where he isn't seeing it and then not and 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 forgetting the places where it is seen or where it is happening or where it is you know what i mean yeah um but I do think there's a lot of truth in that. I do think the frequency is not, it's like we almost making him a, a prophet. The frequencies now are really sliding a lot in that direction where it's like, that's, I could, before I hear a record, I could press it and I kind of already know. Mo- now I'm shocked when it's a different thing in a little way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I can, yeah. so he almost, that's why I say it's possible. He, he's kind of right. You know what I mean? He can't just throw the baby out with the bad weather. And even, talking about new artists or, or or artists from different cultures attempting another culture and all, all of that yeah. it's like it seems that it gravitates 
immediately to the low end, you know, to the low with what he was describing as low frequency, low vibration or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And you add that into where the world is now and it's like, yeah, all of that can't be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> if it was a recent interview, like you like the, where the world is now, it kind of makes sense. Like you have a lot of people just kind of stagnant right now. Yeah. And like in that stagnancy, you kind of sit back and reflect. And a lot of the times, the music that that helps people reflect or even consider the bigger picture outside of themselves is sad music or yeah. music with low frequencies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I don't think I don't think the world right now is a good gauge for that kind of conversation. conversation yeah. But then I could also understand what he's trying to say and like what he's trying to tackle. You know. Yeah, and, I, and that's why, like, although I felt like I was being cudgeled, right? Yeah. I was still open to listening to what he, to had, what to he had to say because, like, I could hear that there was an attempt of genuineness of not just his feelings, but what he thought and what he experienced, and you know what I mean. And, and yeah, and it's something important about not discounting those things you know what i mean especially like as he like i say as he said those things like you look at it and be like yeah you know i can kind of see yeah even in an artist who you'd think that this artist lived a struggler's life you know on some artists based on how they projecting themselves and how they um but it's not like that at all it's almost you know it's like yeah. industry plans without being industry plans to to, to appease a frequency you know yeah. what i mean like, yeah and I think he, he he was trying to like maybe he wasn't necessarily trying to create the conversation, but just say his piece. But I think it started opened the conversation of like, yeah, what do you know? Do the art, I guess, ground zero of it. Do the artists understand what they're doing at the end end of the day on a on a psychological and emotional level with these frequencies that they constantly pushing out? You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be good to hop on a bus and hear some classical music every now and then? If some buses do that. I waiting to find one. <laughs> some it's some it's some sixteen A's that I've been on and I they they, they just play um, the classical station. I hear gospel. Yeah. I hear modern music. And I hear sermons. <laughs> uh, and I hear talk radio. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's and shout out to the ones that do kind of mix it up and see it as a part of the service of doing that job, which is a difficult job, yeah. to kind of also be, you know, on the spot Spotify for people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> on the spot Spotify. I just, I guess I just wish there was more, I guess there was more awareness with that in, in certain public spaces, not only buses, like, but in certain public spaces yeah. to realize that everything that you're putting out from your particular speakers it Freddie Munnins was right. Like it has a certain frequency and a certain effect. Yeah. 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 But I I don't know if how do I say that I don't know if we need to necessarily change it. <laughs> you know I speculating on all these things. Um. But I do agree with you when you say it's like this where the world is now. You know you don't want it to be what rake and scrape could be sometimes where it feels like are we not aware of what's going on? This feels like a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but I'm open to the fact that maybe it's just growing in this direction too. Right. And it ain't necessarily going to stay in that direction. And it, and maybe even because Freddie said that and other people like him saying these things and we kind of contemplating it, right. you know what I mean, a little bit more. You know, because you could not see the juice spill on the floor for real. Right. You know, sometimes mommy walking, you didn't see that juice on the floor? But it's like, no, I, I didn't until you said it. So it could be that yeah. too, you know, <laughs> where people not really tuned in. Yeah. Yeah, What's your favorite know. frequency? I don't know. Um, I guess it, it depends on whatever my mood is. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes like I'm in a like in a lighthearted, like sunny day kind of mood, and I just like you know like a good lo-fi beach vibe. You mm. know? And then sometimes I you know in a mood where I need everything to be super heavy. Yeah. You know, like I need you know. Yeah, so I, I think I feel like I like with a lot of things like at the end of the, at the end of all that too, like it's subjective. Like, yeah, the, but that, you don't think you could eat too much ramen noodles? Yeah, you definitely could <laughs> eat too much ramen noodles. But then, like, also too, if that's the only thing you can you have access to, ah, you know what I mean? That's like, what he was saying, though. Oh, that's what right. he was saying. You know, the majority of your access. Is there's a ramen noodle store in every corner? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, so that's, I mean, that's kind of that kind of goes back to this. I play in devil's advocate for him. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. but then that kind of goes back to the conversation we always find ourselves into with radio stations, where mm-hmm. it's like they they keep they control the box and then they keep like like they don't they don't take risks anymore yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and then it's like you control with people listening to and with people mm-hmm. getting it like whatever new music or whatever new music trend people are gonna follow. follow yeah so like if you if you stay top 40 urban for 10 years and that's what all, that's what people are gonna be listening to for 10, 10 years. years yeah yeah so yeah that, i so yeah from that angle i agree yeah but my i think my i think i do lean to like yeah same as you like i bounce around on different frequencies and for different moods and for different reasons but i think predominantly i do lean to the things that feel like despair and sadness a lot more yeah i mean i, I don't mean like now i mean my whole life there's a song of uh what's the song um if i can remember it uh, it's a song with this guy on the phone with the mother of the girl he broke up with Sylvia's mother. Sylvia's mother said, Sylvia's packing, you know, on the midnight train. Like, and even as a young person, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, I, that felt so, I was so, I didn't even understand what was happening between Sylvia and the guy. Yeah. But I felt it in a certain way, and I've always kind of leaned more yeah. to those kind of sounds. Like Christmas time, why would my favorite song be um, uh, Stevie Wonder's. Uh, uh, little star or the, the song where he describes the, the the kid the star accent uh come down little angel girl give him uh, your little, star one little christmas yeah. tree yeah like why would that be the one i gravitate you see what i'm saying what my frequency is you yeah. know what i mean like although i like to you know get crunk and people think i super trapsy when i you know in the in the dance you know <laughs> um yeah. but that's my vibe i know that now you know like i mean not always stay in that pool it's where I like to swim the most, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
which kind of leads me to somebody in an interesting pool unless you have something you want to add to that no no you could go we are texas you didn't watch it neither did i but i watched post malone's part <laughs> posty mm. Mm. uh i know you you know i know it's Matthew McConaughey that's, that did it, that put it all together. Is that who put it all together, if I remember correctly? Right. And there's a d- bunch of different swath of artists doing different cool things. Um, but Post Malone's performance was, it felt good. Yeah. It felt good. I know that's some, that, that's some of his origins. Um, but it felt good to see him do that. But, it, but when I watched it the first time, I immediately transported it to here and said like man why aren't we doing ourselves more things like this you know where we taking all these but do the artists like post malone exist here that want to take that kind of sound like how he's like you know what fuck it we're gonna do a country album we're gonna do country set and you know what i mean like yeah. it was an album it was a set and i'm gonna show i'm gonna pay this kind of homage um i want to see that here a little more you know what i mean yeah no, but I we definitely have artists and stuff like that. Just kind of, I mean, not even not even in the way of saying dedicating themselves to a, a craft or a mm-hmm. particular sound, but like they're versatile enough where they could where they could do a country album. I know, you know, yeah. And I mean, I think I think it's also to it's more the case of what's the point. You know, because mm. because it, it feels good. That's the point. Huh? It's music. No, it it does. But then, like you you talking about Post Malone, who already have like multiple platinum albums yeah. and stuff like that. Like he he already put himself in a space where he could where he could take an EP and just like do whatever he wants. Yeah. But if you have like a local artist here who's still trying to hustle to get shows and like trying to make money and like where where distribution and like getting your music out there to the world isn't really it's like a it's more of a future investment than a right now payout yeah you know i mean like they wouldn't really have the time to be like you know what for the summer i'll explore this sound yeah and like see what it does for me or yeah see what i could do with it like no like you're gonna you're gonna do what you normally do yeah which is cool in its own way and then but it's also unfortunate because there i feel like we have the talent base when people definitely could fuck up a, a country album yeah you know yeah uh, like a dub album more yeah you know, something like, something different but from a, but from an artist we expect a, a yeah. certain thing of i you know i guess it stuck out to me because it's like I know Post Malone is like that. I know he could do that. I know he has that variation of style. Somebody in the comments was saying he could sing anything, and I I kind of agree. You know, like he yeah. could he could sing anything that he's passionate about, and it'll sound yeah dope. You know what I mean? And I thought that, especially, you know, he said something, and he was like, you know, you guys got to go home soon. Like, so that kind of told me even while he was playing in the set, it's like he really loves this. Yeah, you know what I mean. And is there a missing piece here with some of the more prominent artists where when they go to that place, when they go to that rake and scrape place or they go to that, that there's a lack of appreciation or a lack of skill? What is it? Or is it both? You know, it makes me think like that about it. Because I've seen small sets, small live shows where people are, you know, like, okay, let's go back or let's pay homage. They may not say let's pay homage, but they play in the song. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's either of those. I just think it's more. It's more along the lines of like if they're doing a show, more than likely they already have a crowd that's coming there to listen to their sound. So it'll kind of be a bit of a risk for them to be like, okay, you know, for the next hour or so, we're gonna we're gonna do some Mentos music, yeah. or we're gonna do some some classic rake and scrape, like, or yeah. some funk, or like whatever like that, or yeah. even some gospel. Yeah, like it'll like you. That's something you have to build up to, bro. Yeah yeah um but i mean on that note i feel like <laughs> i feel like if you if you put say someone like richard lamont in a situation where where he does some of like ronnie's like mm. really like introspective, i already hear it in my head yeah introspective yeah. songs like he'll fuck that up yeah yeah it'll be dope but then at the same time like he's still he's i feel like he's still in a position where he's building up his profile as an artist yeah you know especially like with the with the name change and like the new direction he's taken like with his songwriting and stuff like that like like i just i just think it's it's such a it's such a rat race here um trying to be a local artist and trying to stay um like visible on the scene like for someone to to take like i say maybe even a couple months or whatever to explore a different sound like like i don't feel like that's something That'll be on but the top, on of, people's, top of the people's priority. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I I enjoyed that Post Malone thing. It was a great frequency. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good vibe. But I also feel too, um, like, if I feel like there, if there was a producer that would approach an, an artist, like a local artist, and be like, hey, like I was I was working on this project, and I feel like you could fit this sound. Like yeah. I feel like it'll work like that. Yeah. But I don't feel like. I don't I don't feel confident that it'll be something that'll come from the artists themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think we should possibly think about getting out of here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I have been listening to a particular record over and over and over and over and over again this week. Who's that? So I just want to give a shout out to Oddly Eden, <laughs> and and say that uh, I've laughed to you, I've cried to you, I've felt a plethora of emotions, and I thank you for your contribution to Bam and Music, like yeah. and to anyone who was connected to him, GBI, like, yeah. like shout out to Oddly, but yeah, yeah, Oddly, Oddly was a definitely. Uh, Unsung, unsung hero of like some good music. Yeah, and I don't know who Mabel is, <laughs> but <laughs> she obviously had that fire. <laughs> she obviously had that wapo. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that Versace on the floor. You know what I mean? Hardly, definitely left the door open. For but, yeah, she leaves them. She leaves them Versace drawers right there. <laughs> Teddy Bear, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, before we get it, I just wanted to say that that as somebody that may have gotten flowers that I don't know about, but I didn't hear about them. Yeah. And and hopefully we could find a way to give more individuals like him and his family and the people connected to all of those things some flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now listen, this is a uh, gravel road. I'm Rap Crowley. 
DJ Ampero. And, uh, you know. We'll see you on the next one. Well, you'll hear us on the next one. Maybe see you soon. Yeah, maybe see you soon. <laughs>